Hello and welcome to the Fit Girl Club podcast. I'm your host and coach Helen and I'm here to help women lead a healthier and happier lifestyle. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Fit Girl Club podcast. So this week's episode is a diet is not just for Christmas. I'm going to be getting into all the details around how to sustain a lifestyle and not just a diet. I'm really going to delve into why it's okay for you to press the pause button on your diet for Christmas, enjoy Christmas, then jump back on it guilt-free and why you can do this and how you're going to build up to this. So grab your headphones, take me out for a walk, get those steps in or sit back with a cup of tea, relax and enjoy this episode of the Fit Girl Club podcast. First things first, let's look at or listen to the definition of what a diet is in the Oxford English Dictionary. So a diet, I'm reading this off script, is the kinds of food that a person, animal or community habitually eats, e.g. a vegetarian diet. That's the first definition. The second definition is a a diet is a special course of food to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons e.g. I'm going on a diet. So the way we talk about a diet is usually I'm going on a diet, I'm on a diet, I can't do this, I'm on a diet, I'm currently on a diet. But really, your diet is your way of eating. So the point I'm trying to make with this is, everyone that works with me or starts to work with me, I try and teach them, and I do teach them, but it's for them to take on board and then go and put it into daily life, that a diet is just changing your eating habits, making healthier habits and living a balanced lifestyle and eating in order to reach your goals. So whether that's fat loss, muscle gain, for performance, to feel better, all of the above, that's what your diet should be. So when I talk about diets and Christmas, you shouldn't have to restrict at Christmas because your diet all the time should give you the ability to pick and choose what you want to eat and what you don't want to eat. Everything in moderation, of course. You can't just be going around eating high calorie, low nutrient dense foods all the time because you're going to feel like rubbish and you're not going to hit your goals and you're not going to be very well as well because it can lead to things like type 2 diabetes, obesity, leads to lots of different illnesses and it's not a healthy lifestyle but if you are trying your best to lead your healthiest lifestyle and you've started a diet where by diet I mean way of eating where you are incorporating foods you enjoy in moderation you should be able to do that all year round so when it comes to Christmas and it comes to all these extra nice foods and celebrations and going to parties and enjoying things like that, you should be able to do that naturally. And that's something I help my girls with. And that's something my shreds lead you up to. Now, I'm not saying if you've started a diet, a calorie deficit diet, or started looking into leading a healthier lifestyle in the past two weeks, that you're going to get to Christmas and be able to 
mindfully eat, eat things in moderation. And I think this is where unfortunately sometimes social media doesn't get it right because you'll hear someone that's like fully left wing that's saying you know eat eat mindfully intuitive eating you should be able to eat what you want know when you're full and things like that and then you've got the other side that's saying calorie deficit you need to track everything whereas in my personal opinion and from my professional standpoint and what I've also gone through myself I will go through stages where I'll track my food like at the minute I'm in the shred, I'm doing, it's the last week of the shred, I've actually tracked for the last five weeks, I'm saying this as if I'm surprised, I have done it before, but it's, once you've reached your personal goal, it's a bit harder to do it, um, but I want to set myself a challenge to see if I could actually do it, I tracked for the last five weeks in a calorie deficit, so I've done the shred and I've got one week left, but personally, I can eat more mindfully now, but that's taken me years, I've been doing this for well, I've known about calorie deficits for four, four, maybe five years. And it's something that I've worked towards. But when you're first starting out, honestly, my professional opinion, the way to get into these healthy habits is by tracking because it gives you that data. Some analogies that other um, fitness coaches use, and I've stolen this off someone, is it's like using your credit card and not checking your bank balance. I feel like that's what and what they were perceiving as calories in versus calorie out. If you're not checking what calories are going in, if you have no knowledge about calorie content, nutrient-dense food, and it's all down to education. And unfortunately, as a nation or as a Western society, we don't have the education. We don't have the education about it. We should be taught this in schools. I'd probably be out of a job, but we should be taught this in schools. And once you've got the education, you do become a bit more mindful and you think, actually, I'm not going to have that mince pie at lunchtime because I'm off out for drinks this evening and vice versa. And I did touch a bit on this last week. So that's what your diet is. And being on a diet is different to a diet. So when I say being on a diet, when you're working with me, or if you're working with a good coach, a good nutrition coach, a reputable nutrition coach, they will basically help you in your own lifestyle and your own eating habits, getting a calorie deficit to lose body fat. Now, when you're in a calorie deficit, you are consuming less calories than you're expending. So you will be burning body fat. So when you're in a calorie deficit diet and it comes to Christmas, there are a few things that I want to help people with because I feel like some of my girls will come unstuck with this. They'll be a bit like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's for the best. And like in last week's episode, I said, you know, don't press the F it button. I'm going to swear. Don't press the fuck it button. For a month because you are then throwing a lot of progress out the window because you can do a lot I won't say damage but you can you know backtrack a lot for a month so be more mindful and this is my perception of it I'm going to calorie count until the end of this week and I finish the shred and then I'm going to have a couple of weeks where I'm just more mindful about how I eat and what I mean by that is I'm not going to sit there and consume four tubs of quality street in a day but I might have a handful of quality streets and I'm not going to track it but that's my personal preference now when it comes to dieting as in being in a calorie deficit and tracking all over Christmas this is completely up to you I put this in one of my stories last week on social media and honestly even me telling you this I shouldn't be telling you this it is no one's fucking opinion what you put in your mouth wait 
it is completely up to you. No one should be commenting, oh, you're not eating that yet. Oh, I thought you were on a diet. Da, 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 da. If anyone does, what I do is either A, ignore them, just walk away. Two, if it's some, A, two. B, if it is someone close to me, like a family member, I do try and educate them a bit and say, oh, please don't say that to me. Um, you know, it's my choice of what I eat, things like that, and try and educate them around mindset with food. Or see if someone's been really rude about it, just tell them to fuck off. I'm swearing a lot today. Because it's your body, you do what the fuck you want. I'm swearing a lot, a lot today. But that's my whole point with it. And that's I get really passionate about this because I've grown up with it as well. And not to name and shame anyone, but I have grown up with, oh, you're not eating that, you can't have this, da, da, da. And I've now educated people around me on that. On It's nothing to do with them, what I eat. Unless it was for a health reason, you know, if I was borderline type 2 diabetic and the doctor had said, if you don't do something about your weight, you're going to be a diabetic. And I was sat there filling my face with cakes. I would expect someone to say something to me. But if you're having a second serving of Christmas dinner and someone says, oh, you're eating a lot, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Thanks. It's nothing to do with them. And sometimes people don't realise they're doing it as well. So we need to be a bit aware of them. If it is someone in the office, though, that's usually, usually it comes from someone that's already in a situation and it is just a mirroring of their situation. So pot kettle black. For example, Sharon, who's um, doing Slimming World and offers the mince pies round and you have two. She goes, ooh, I can't believe you're having two. That would be six sins. Good for you, Sharon. People will just always mirror their opinions on you. So take a step step back, take a deep breath, have a think about it and decide what you want to say. If you want to fight the battle that can't be won, just don't bother. If you want to educate a friend or relative, say it. Because usually once you've said it, they will then listen to that. And I have actually said it to my friend slash relative. And since then, they don't do it anymore. And they respect that it's my mouth, my choice, what I put in it. So when it comes to dieting around Christmas, everything I'm going to say in the rest of this podcast, it is totally fucking up to you what you do. If you want to track everything on Christmas Day, if you want to weigh your turkey, go for it. But I'll talk to you in a bit about mindset and guilt and enjoyment as well that comes with that because that's the main thing that's all that matters as long as you're happy doing what you want to do don't do what you think other people think you should do as well oh gosh now I'm telling you what not to do but you know what I mean with this I'm trying not to dictate to you but I'm also trying to say it's your life enjoy it so one of my biggest tips for other the Christmas period is, if if you still want to track, is probably working towards maintenance calories and not calorie deficit. So what maintenance calories are is when you're eating around the same amount of calories as you burn. So you're not losing body fat, but you're also not putting on body fat. This is if you still want to track and still want to keep at a level. The reason I say to do this is because you do have a bit more of a leeway, especially with my shred girls. They've got about three, four, five hundred calories, depending on who they are, to play with um, per day. So that could give you a lot more enjoyment over Christmas and a bit more flexibility. Then as well, if you are concerned about putting on body fat, 
you will have that structure where you won't be losing body fat, but you still won't be putting on body fat. Alternatively, three days in a surplus, so eating more calories. So if you have three days, Christmas Day, Boxing Day, and the day after, whatever day that is, where you know for a fact, say your maintenance calories are 2,000 a day and you eat 3,000 a day, it's not going to cause that much body fat gain. You're not going to put on a stone in three days. You'd have to eat a lot, a lot, a lot of food. Uh, And I mean a really big lot. I think a pound of body fat is 3,500 calories. And that's just a rough guesstimate from the science industry. Science industry? Is that a thing? You know what I mean? So you'd have to be, to put on one pound of body fat, you'd have to be in a surplus of 3,500 calories. That's on top of your maintenance. So say in a day, that'd have to be 5,500 calories, which believe me, girls, is a lot because I worked out the other year, my mum made a homemade Christmas cake, which was huge with marzipan and full royal icing delicious unfortunately i won't be getting that this year because they are currently on their way to australia boo bring me some christmas cake but so the greater good so they get to go to see their grandbabies but back to the point that whole cake was five thousand calories i can eat a lot but i could not eat that whole cake in a day not a chance it was huge it was massive and it was just basically full of butter and sugar. And I could, I could give it a good go, but I'd reckon I could do a quarter. We're not being Drew's bog trotter here, girls. You know, you'd have to eat a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to be in a surplus of 3,500 calories a day. So that's what I want you to get the perspective of. So we're starting to chip away and take away this guilt, take away other people's opinions, because that's on them help educate people and take away this guilt around food. So maintenance calories is one way to do it if you want to keep tracking. If you want to, I'm going to keep reiterating this. This is all down to personal preference. Now, then we come into talking about guilt and restriction binge cycles. Now, if you've been in a restrictive diet where you've not allowed yourself certain food groups and then you get to Christmas and go all out, so you've not eaten chocolate for two months, this is when some people might come across a problem. And I'm saying some people because this is, this is not specific to you, but some people do have restricted bin cycles. I used to do this. When I lived in Australia, before I knew about calories, before I was a fitness coach, I used to go all week where I'd eat rice cakes, cottage cheese and tomato for lunch. Specifically that. I'd have three rice cakes. God, it's hardly anything. I had that as a little snack or an after lunch lunch, second lunch now. And then for evening meal, I'd have a massive bowl of kale slaw. Do miss that. And salmon. And I wasn't educated about calories then but I thought oh I'm eating clean I'm eating well I mean you know and then I'd go at the weekend and I'd go get absolutely hammered on a Saturday night knowing fine well I'd planned this by the way that on the Sunday I could order a massive Domino's and in Australia they do the Australian American size New York pizzas I think they're 14 inches massive I'd order a massive pizza I'd go to Coles and I'd get which is their supermarket chain 
a kilogram bag of pick and mix called party mix and I'd eat the whole lot. And then by Monday, Tuesday, I'd be like saying to my coach, why, why am I not losing the weight? What, why am I not? And I was never, at that point, I wasn't, I won't say I was overweight, but I wasn't getting lean like I wanted to. I was doing all the training, thought I was doing well. And it was because I was restricting myself so much during the week that when it came to the weekend, I was just binging, having a cheat day. And the same thing can happen around Christmas. If you've restricted yourself loads, then it gets to Christmas and you're like, I'm just going to have absolutely everything. Do you need absolutely everything? Because it's not even about the calories or the fat gain or loss. It's about feeling like shite. And usually what happens with a restrict binge cycle is it's the mindset around it and then the guilt comes. So you'll have a binge, secret eating, stuffing your faces with quality street or celebrations. I don't know why I keep coming back to them, but it's such a Christmas thing when no one's looking. Could even twiglets, but they're very dry when you eat too many. And then you feel guilty about it. So get rid of the guilt. Get rid of the restriction. Allow yourself something. Give yourself something that you enjoy this week whether it's going to Costa and get a, a seasonal coffee, which can be ridiculous in calories. But if that's what you really want, go have one. But don't go have 26 on Saturday. And it's just about being more mindful about these choices. And you have these choices. That's why a lot of the time, to be honest with you, all the time, these ridiculous 800 calorie a day diets don't work. You are super restrictive. You can keep it up for so long and then you'll go binge at the weekend. So try not to do the restrict binge cycle at Christmas because you will just feel guilty about it. Enjoy something you love in moderation if that's what you want to do. Now, the title of this podcast is a diet is not just for Christmas. Like a dog is not just for Christmas. But your diet should become your habitual way of eating year round. So it shouldn't get to it being Christmas and you feeling like you've got this free pass. And that's why I'm reiterating back to last week's podcast where I talked about like have a have a high calorie meal, enjoy Christmas day, but then other days have some fruit and yogurt, have something that makes you feel good. And it should be about how you feel. I'll be completely honest with you. We had a fake Christmas last Sunday and I had Christmas dinner on the Sunday evening. Then my dad gave me leftovers and he gave me the biggest portion ever. It was a bigger portion than I'd had at the actual Christmas dinner on the Sunday. So I had that on the Monday night. And honestly, on the Tuesday, I just felt ugh, lethargic because I'm not used to eating that much meat, number one. All the high calorie foods, the fat content, everything. And I was, my body was craving vegetables. And even though Christmas dinner's got vegetables in it, it was craving more of the nutrient dense food that I normally eat. So your body will feel it. Your body will tell you. But unfortunately for me and some of you out there, the more nutrient-dense foods you eat over your week, your month, your year, eh, lifetime, the more aware you'll become when you don't eat it. So, like, if I ever fancy, oh, let's take, for example, mom and dad took me to Chinese last night. I haven't had a Chinese in ages. And I don't love a Chinese. But the reason I don't get it is because I'm single. If I get a takeaway, I always order too much because I like to have a mixture of things. So I just don't bother. Um, so it's great. My parents took me for a meal before they got the train to the airport. Thoroughly enjoyed it. But my goodness, this morning was I feeling meh. Like I went to go do a workout and just couldn't perform as well. Um, felt a 
like I might be a bit sick because of the Chinese sat on my stomach. And I thoroughly enjoyed it last night, but it does have a knock-on effect to your mood. What's a mood? Your mood, your energy, everything that comes with your nutrient-dense food. And the more nutrient-dense food you eat, the more you'll feel the setback when you don't eat as well. So I'm not saying don't do it. I never tell you what to do, do I? But I feel it as well. So lunch is definitely going to be lots and lots and lots of vegetables today. But I still enjoy my Chinese. And that's why I enjoy it every once in a while, like fish and chips for me. Once every six months, I'll have them and really enjoy them. But I couldn't personally eat like that every day now. Just couldn't do it. So that's about it for me today, this week. I really wanted to just jump on and tell you all about how you can enjoy Christmas. And I know for a fact, some of you might be out there thinking, I don't know what to do. I don't want to throw my progress away. You won't be throwing your progress away. Um, do what's right for you. And don't let anyone else's opinion get in the way of that. Because at the end of the day, all that matters is your happiness. And bloody enjoy it. Bloody enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy eating lots of after eights. I was going to get some quality street. I keep talking about them. But my mum and dad actually gave me an idea to go to a local chocolatiers and get myself a nice big box of chocolates and enjoy them. So I'm definitely going to be doing that. I'm not going to track over Christmas. I do tend to eat more mindfully these days. But then I feel like I will go back on the shred in January. So shameless plug here. If you want in or needing some help, January, we will be doing the next shred. I am actually changing the shred as well. It's going to be bigger and better than ever. Just checking what day it is, actually. Um, so with the shred moving forward, I'm actually going to do it not just for fat loss. So if you've worked with me before and you've already reached your body composition goals for fat loss, you can actually join the shred and I'll be doing a shred to help you build lean muscle mass as well. So it's not so much of a deficit. And it's more looking at your protein intake in macros and things like eating for optimal performance. So if you're listening to this, if you work with me before, you've hit your fat loss goals, let's move you up a level. Whereas if you've not hit your fat loss goals, come join me. 10th of January it starts, so it'll be the week before I'll be opening the group. All the details are in the show notes. And if you've worked with me before as well, you are going to get a discounted rate because you already have some of the baseline knowledge. So it's going to be bigger and better than ever. Super excited for that. But for now, have a great week. I will see you next Monday. Speak to you. I hope you enjoyed the Fit Girl Club podcast. For more information on how Helen can help you, have a look at www.helensuttonpt.co.uk. Have a great day.